Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I'm with Craig Nando. So, Craig, thank you so much for being here in our show today. I really appreciate it. And how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Darwin, for having me. All right. Awesome. And also, Craig, could you please share some information about yourself or what you're doing? Sure, of course. As you mentioned, my name is Craig Nandu. I'm the co-founder of JBK Wellness Labs, also the president overseeing our daily operations. Uh, we are a contract manufacturer for emerging beauty and nutritional brands um, uh, that also have scaled now to become you know, global and uh and brands that are well-known on the shelves of retailers such as CVS, Walgreens, Nordstrom, Neiman Marcus, Ritz-Carlton, Four Seasons, um, uh, the, the, the list goes on and on. And, uh, and so our, our history uh, goes back to about 20 years ago when we had our own brands. Um, we are focused on the clean beauty and wellness space. So uh, we will we'll work with generally formulations that will meet the standards of on the beauty side, Credo and Sephora clean and whole foods. And then on the nutritional side, also whole food standards as well. So we can work to certain lists that way, but, um, but as I mentioned, that's kind of our focus. And so we, as I, I just mentioned, our history goes back about 20 years and we had our own brands that we took to market. We transitioned out of those brands. Um, we exited in, 2010. Um, our background is deeply entrenched in herbal formulation. And so our, our brands had a, a huge herbal component. So our co-founder, my partner and wife uh, and partner in life and business is Dr. Jinal Kim. And she has formulas that have been handed down in her lineage for generations stemming back centuries. And so that's always been kind of where we come from. And around the time where we were exiting our brands, we had other brands coming to us saying, look, we love what you're doing, these herbal formulations. There's nothing like it anywhere in the world that we found. Would you consider incorporating them into our products? And so we said, sure. We had our own manufacturing facilities. We were well-versed in that. And so we started to manufacture. And by 2012, we became a full-blown contract manufacturer. And so rather than just being a manufacturer where people have formulas, they come to us and we run them, uh, we are very collaborative in our process. We have a, a process we call collaborative manufacturing. So brands come to us, they have a concept, we help them to develop their concept. What we've found throughout the years is that differentiation is really important when you're creating a custom formulation. And so brands who have a certain ingredient from a certain part of the world that they're looking to incorporate into a product, but is not widely available for use, we can do the extraction in-house, which is a unique aspect of what we do because of our herbal background, and incorporate that into the finished product. So that's a big part of what we've done. And now, in addition to the custom side of manufacturing, we are launching a division called JBK Private Label, which is helping smaller businesses, smaller brands that are just at the very beginning of launching some new products to scale without the large minimum quantities and financial commitment that is required to launch a full custom brand. 
Right. Awesome. Thank you so much, um, by the way, Craig, for sharing that information here to our show. Um, actually, you already been answered those um questions that I have here by yeah, by sharing those information. So but yeah, um, I just wanted to um ask this um because we're too curious actually. So how did you first get started in your industry? Well, we first got started again, uh, we had these formulations. And so um with Dr. Kim basically her family had had formulas and for decades doctors western doctors eastern doctors when they would encounter an issue with a patient that they had trouble overcoming uh, whether it was a skin issue or an internal issue they would come to Janelle's family Janelle's family would be able to put together some formulations for them and send them uh, to the doctors and the doctors would be able to use them in treating the patient and basically Janelle and I took that concept and, and turned it into a brand that everybody could have access to. And so that was really the genesis of it. We had some really powerful formulas, um, but when you look at them in their raw state, they're kind of brown and not very um, appetizing in terms of scent and taste. But our goal was to say, we have these amazing formulas. We know they help people and we can make them look good, smell good. And in some instances on the nutritional side, taste good so that they can be accessed by anybody who's seeking them. All right. So yeah, that's totally amazing, actually. And now I get it and what you're doing. So yeah, thank you so much. And now can you please walk us through to your overall business strategy? Well, our overall business strategy, as I mentioned, really has to do with helping emerging brands. And so we, we feel for us as a company, we have the most latitude to be creative, to develop products that are really going to make an impact when we're working with companies who are, they've existed maybe for a little bit and they're now trying to create something spectacular to take them to the next level or with our new division, JBK private label work with brands that are just starting out really uh, again, looking for smaller quantities, but really high impact and effective formulas. And so that's really where our sweet spot is. However, as I mentioned, some of the brands that we started working with when they were quote unquote emerging brands have now become big brands and we have that relationship with them. So our strategy is really to help developing brands create products that will have an impact and allow them to grow and scale into their industry. Right. So yeah, and now we're good at so thank you so much again, Craig. And also, how um how have you adapted to your changes in, in your over in your industry over the year? I'm so sorry. No, of course, no. I appreciate that. Uh, I uh -huh. appreciate that. Um, you know, we've had numerous challenges as we go. Again, when we started, we had our own brand. We transitioned out of that, and one of the really impactful things that we have is the ability to extraction. And so when you're starting as a brand, sometimes you set out to do 
one thing, but another opportunity appears. And I really believe that that is the way that we have to maneuver through life, through our business endeavors as well. Uh, we, we say that we go with the flow and, you know, there's a lot of things that can, can be, can have an impact on the direction that we go. And so we set out again, working on extracts, but we constantly had people saying, can you produce our finished products? And we were already very good at it. And that kind of took us down the path to where we are now. And again, if you look at what happened with COVID that impacted a lot of people and we all had to adapt in certain ways because what do you do when you're not able to operate or when brands that you work with that are on the shelves of certain retailers that are not open and so they're not able to sell, how does that impact your business and how do you adapt? Um, and one of the things that we saw, especially coming out of COVID, was talking to our hairstylists and estheticians, people that you know really are small just by virtue of, of their industry, are independent small businesses who had to shut down. And their time that they spend working on people's hair or on their face is how they make their money. And if they're not able to do that, what do they do? And we saw a real opportunity for different things that they could do. And when I say that, it means by carrying their own product lines, for example. And how do they do that? Because they can't necessarily step up and purchase 5,000 units or 10,000 units of a product right out of the gate. The costs are enormous. The process, the task, the undertaking of that is enormous. And so we said, how can we, how can we help this group of people and also help ourselves? And we saw the opportunity that we can produce because we have the ability, we have the scale, we have the expertise, we can make products that are curated basically on the skincare side, on the nutritional side that are ready to go, that will be versatile, packaged. They don't have to think through what their packaging is going to look like. And so we created JBK Private Label specifically for these smaller businesses to be able to scale their own business. Um, and when they're not able to when their time is not a factor, you know, what else can they add to be able to, um, to be able to earn income and products is a great way to do it. And so we've developed a program where our minimum quantities are only 25 units and they can create their own label, place their label on the product and now carry that in their physical location, or they can build out a website. They can go to Amazon there's all these things that they can do with products under their own brand that are now available to the market. And so these are things that are auxiliary to the time they're actually giving treatments. Okay. So yeah, thank you so much. 
Um, now, can you share any specific tactics, ta tactics or tools that you have been particularly effective in growing your business? Well, you know, we're an interesting business in that we are, we're a manufacturing company. And so, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, high-end tech or anything like that, that, that we've gotten involved with. Now, certainly there's, there's tools that we use that are commonplace in, in any business, um, Slack, for example, or Google Docs. Um, that's not really anything that's, I, I would imagine, exciting to your, your base, uh, or your listener base. However, um, I, I think that, uh, as I mentioned before, our concept of collaborative manufacturing, whereby we are working directly with our customers to find out what they're looking for, what their market looks like, how we can create that unique value proposition for them and provide their resource, the resources to them um, based on our experience so that they, they don't get caught in some of the pitfalls that are commonplace to new brands. Um, that's what I would say about that in terms of, of tools. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. And I thank you so much still. Okay. So by the way, um, can you walk, um, can you talk about any challenges or obstacles that you have been faced to your business or to your manufacturer? Um, and yep. how did you overcome them? Yeah. I mean, uh, as I mentioned before, COVID was a huge one. Yeah. Uh, COVID, you know, the, the ambiguity of what you're able to do with people who are on site, who are not mm -hmm. on site. Um, one of the things that we were faced with was in California early on, non-essential businesses had to shut down. And so what did we do? What could we do in that situation? Um, fortunately, there was an avenue that we discovered, which was manufacturing hand sanitizer. And so rather than just, you know, send everybody home and say, we'll, we'll see you when we open back up, who knows how long that will be. Originally it was two weeks and then it was a month. And then I think it was two months. Um, we saw an avenue where we could help the, the market by putting out products that were needed. Um, we manufactured products for government agencies, uh, hand sanitizer that also kept us essential. And so we were able to keep everybody here working and employed throughout the throughout the COVID pandemic shutdowns. All right. So yeah, thank you so much, um, Craig. And now, how did you stay up to date with the latest trend and developments in your industry? Our industry is really interesting because it's always looking forward, what's next, uh, the beauty industry. And, and a big part of that for us is being part of conferences. Um, so being part of conferences, hearing what the venture capitalists are investing in, uh, what kinds of companies they're investing in, what they're looking for, and it's constantly shifting. So for us, being present at these conferences, um, staying in touch with ingredient vendors, because ingredient vendors are always coming out with new innovations, with new studies of efficacy, and that's... That's how we generally stay in touch. And then obviously being aware of, of our marketplace and seeing what types of trends are, are sticking. Okay. So yeah. Um, thank you so much, Greg. 
And now, can you discuss any partnership or collaborations you've formed to help um grow your business? Um, that's a that's a good question. Um, I wouldn't say that we have any specific collaborations like one on one, um, mm-hmm. but we do collaborate a lot with uh, with the ingredient providers um, on the nutritional side as well as on the beauty side. There are some there are a lot of different suppliers uh, that it's really important to have good relationships with them because when you have supply chain issues, again, uh, something that was we were dealing with in the COVID area uh, or era, I should say, mm-hmm. if we had good relationships with some suppliers, there were often times where they could pull some strings for us, you know, and we could say, look, we've been a, a valued customer of yours for the last 15 years and we're really in a bind and we need this ingredient and they could work something out oftentimes because of those relationships to help us get something faster than we would have otherwise. All right. So yeah, um, actually that's too amazing. And also we are now on our last question. So yeah, this is the last question actually. Um, what, um, what advice can you give to other business owners looking to succeed in your industry or in the in the same industry as you have? Yeah, so I would I would position this to anybody looking to start a beauty or nutritional brand. I would say do your homework, really understand what the process looks like, um, speak to people in the industry before you get too far in, because we have seen time and again, newer brands or again, emerging brands who have worked with another manufacturer and they didn't understand what they were getting into. They didn't understand what tests were available. And they have come to us and said, I wish that we had talked to you before. We would have saved a lot of money. We would have saved a lot of time. And so I would say that we are really transparent in what we do. I think we really try to educate our clients, especially some of the newer ones on what the process looks like, what they're getting into, because you don't want to get into something thinking that it's going to cost you a certain amount. Let's say it's 20,000. And then you don't realize that there are other costs associated with what you're doing that you have not accounted for. And that can really be a, a death nail for a brand or it can really hinder that initial growth that you're looking for. Yeah, I totally agree for that one, Craig, because, you know, sometimes people, um, you know, just thinking um, how they could, you know, um, get less. They didn't, yeah. Um, yeah, they didn't um, realize or they didn't um, thinking for the outcome of it. So, yeah, I totally agree for that one. And so I'm sure, you- I'm sure. Darwin, on your side too, you probably see that on the agency side too, where yeah. you know you've got to test and then see what sticks, and then you know work again and test and then see what sticks, so that you can create a plan. And sometimes you can't just say, "Here is the here is the number. This is what it's going to cost." You have to say, "This is what it we expect it will cost, but this is what it could cost if you have to go to those next tiers." Exactly. So yeah, that's what we're doing here as well. And now, um, Craig, this is too important. So yeah, yeah, we would like to know. Uh, so if anybody wants to connect or anyone thinking um about working with you or partnering with you, maybe 
So where's the best place they could go or what is the best way to do that? The best place to do that is to reach out to us at jbkwellnesslabs.com. That's anything, if you're interested in custom formulation, custom development, development. if you just have questions about what the process looks like, I am happy to uh, jump on a call with anybody and discuss that. Then for the brands that are looking at the smaller minimum quantities, who are looking to have products that are ready to go, already shelf stability tested, they can have their own brand for less than $300 in less than three weeks and be ready to go to market. That's jbkprivatelabel.com. And then, of course, anybody can always reach out to me on LinkedIn. It's just craig.nandu. All right. So, yeah, I'll take note of that one and then I'll put it as well to the um, yeah, um title of this um podcast Excellent. episode yeah thank you so much craig and guys um if you made it this part thank you so much for sticking here with us today if you got any value from today's episode we would love to get a rating or review where you get the podcast if there's someone in met of growing their business or thinking starting a business send this episode to them and then take one thing that you learned today go out implement it execute it and let us know how it goes we want to hear your wins and above all, thanks for being here with us today. We really appreciate it. And see you in the next one. Cheers.